0: So you went out of town and I got to be the dirty little slut that I am in your absence. And we're going to be sharing the details of that very shortly. First, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of French Porch Swingers. Whether you are looking to travel this year and you want to go to some of the larger events, or you want to see kind of the hot spots of the lifestyle in the United States or abroad, or if you want to start meeting cool people in your own area, Cassidy is the place to go. It really is a one-stop shop for all of your lifestyle fun. And the best part is our listeners can currently try it free for an entire month. All you have to do is go to frenchportswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the home page. When you do that, like I said, you're going to get all of the features free for a month. So head on over to frenchportswingers.com, click on the Cassidy banner and start meeting sexy people today or soon. I mean maybe not today. Today soon so (laughs) last night was very interesting so we were supposed to go out for live music we were super excited to go see our friends band play and they were playing at a place that we go to pretty often and honestly every time we go there it's a fucking shit show so i was not uber excited to go to this place but we were excited to see the band play but it just became such a fucking shit show the service was horrible we tried to order food it was fucking horrible everything was bad so we ended up leaving and we went to a place down the street and we had drinks and i had like a little light dinner and we're sitting there and you're like i think we should do something wild tonight and well, i'm like something
1: different and uh, you didn't believe me at first
0: i was like what what do you have in mind and you tell me that you want to go to one of my favorite gay bars but you fucking hate it because hate it's it. super divey it is smoky i'll give you that yeah,
1: it's and it's all it's the cancer ward and it is also incredibly depressing for me <laughs> it's just depressing
0: it's it's not an upscale place by any up-scale. stretch of the it's not even
1: on the scale there's no scale
0: so you're like first we're gonna go there and then we're gonna go right next door to the sex club.
1: Exactly. exactly. People
0: call it a lifestyle club, it's not, it's a not. Club. it is we're a sex club. Up. Yes.
1: It is not a sex club. There's a vast difference between a lifestyle club and a sex club and this is a sex club.
0: Yeah. Well and Again, like I'm thinking to myself, clearly you have been, you know, fucking kidnapped by aliens and they probed your brain or something. Because for you to say that you want to go do all of this, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm just
1: just trying to step outside the box a little bit. That's all. <laughs>
0: that's way outside the box. Well, and what
1: I didn't realize was you text one of our friends, one yeah. of our lady friends, and she came out and met us. I'm like, are you crazy? Do you know what you're getting her into here? Like, does she have any idea what's happening?
0: Yeah, but she's like the best friend to do this kind of stuff with because she is just down for fucking what? Whatever. Yeah, I was blown
1: away. She didn't give a shit. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm in. You know, she just shows up. and She's
0: like, yeah, I just got to get ready. I'll meet you guys soon. And I'm yeah. like,
1: okay. Uh, uh, I also okay. didn't know that she would already been there. Right. So To both places, actually. I had yeah. no idea. So she was good to go. But yeah, what a fucking, listen, I still have a hangover. I'm drinking uh, electrolytes right now to try to recover. <laughs> it was a long fucking night. And I'm here to tell you, anyone who doesn't know, pro tip, if you want to come to Vegas and get the strong drinks and you want to drink inexpensively, you go to a gay bar. Oh, fuck yeah. They're so fucking strong. That's how you get your drink on, for sure. Fuck the strip, you go to the gay
0: bar. Yeah, they're super strong, super cheap. Everyone's always super nice at gay bars, too, which I well, think. Oh, the guys like. are great, but it's yeah. just it's so depressing. I wish it was...
1: <laughs> I just wish it was cleaner and, you know, it wasn't, like, four inches of fucking thick smog in there. And yeah. it's, it's rough. It's a little rough.
0: So we were there. They had, like, a little drag show going on. They did. And then our friend showed up, and we all finished a drink, and then we went over to the sex club.
1: Yeah, which, you know... <laughs> Again, there's a big difference. People don't get it twisted. There are lifestyle clubs and there are sex clubs. This is a sex club. This is not a lot. You're not going there for the theme. You're not going to socialize. There's none of the the usual camaraderie type shit that you get in a lifestyle event. You know, there's no host that's graciously meeting you at the door and <laughs> right. taking you Providing on the tour. Providing you with a tour and you know, telling
0: all, you club etiquette. Giving yep, you not all a the thing.
1: pleasantries, no. not a thing. No. Not a fucking thing. Uh, in fact the guy at the door was like, Oh, you've been here before, talking like to our friend. He's like, Well, you could take him on the tour. Yeah. And yeah, that was pretty much how it went. She took us around. So Now, I will say it is incredibly clean.
0: Well, okay. I want to talk about my preconceived notions of this place because all you ever hear from anyone about this location is it is gross. And so I expected to walk in and have it be fucking nasty. That is not what happened. We walk in and I'm like, this place is cool. It's It's super clean. It has a lot of really cool setups. It's very unique. There's all of these different like spaces within it. It almost feels like a, like a naughty maze because you're constantly walking around corners and into different rooms and each room is set up very well and it's clean. And it's, I mean, th- I have no issue with the facility itself.
1: No, we were actually sitting in, in a kind of a sitting area with a koi pond and the whole nine yards. <laughs> and, you know, for me, the first thing I do, I, I'm, you know, scent is a big deal for me. There was no funky odor. In fact, it smelled like cleaning it Smelled products. like bleach, yeah. yeah. So there was no, no foul odor. Every surface was clean. Yep. And we got there, well, okay. So first of all, we got there at 9.45 at night. The place opens at eight, and the guy at the door was like, "Yeah, there's really not too many people. There's a couple here, but we don't really get busy till like eleven o'clock or midnight."
0: No, he said midnight. Yeah,
1: I'm like, dude, fucking midnight for real. You've like- been
0: open for four hours by then. Yeah,
1: so there wasn't. It was us and another like couple, I guess, and so we got to you know walk around and kind of get the you know take in the entire immersive experience before anybody else got there. I was pretty impressed. It was a nice looking place. Yeah. Not a lifestyle place.
0: No, not definitely even close. Not. No. So when
1: lifestyle is come in town, oh, we're going to go to you know such and such. That's you're in the wrong place. That's not what you're looking for. If you want to go, if you're an exhibitionist or a voyeur. This is a place for you.
0: Absolutely, if you are looking to interact with other lifestylers and flirt and dance and you know potentially exchange contact info with somebody, this is not the place to fucking go. No, but it was really interesting because I kept thinking to myself last night, what would it take for me to play in a place like this?
1: Uh, there's no, I mean, there's no way I would. I don't ever
0: think play there. I could because no. here's the problem. Here's what started happening throughout the evening. You did have a few couples in there. There was Three. us and our friend. Yeah, obviously she was there as a solo woman. And then there were uh, three other couples. And then there were probably 25 to 30 single men. Yep. And they were not looking to socialize in any way, shape or form. In fact, a lot of times they would kind of come around the corner where we were sitting with our friend chatting. They would see us and see that we were dressed and not fucking and and just just immediately turn and and walk the other way. They didn't even make an attempt to come up and like socialize with us.
1: No, the difference is obvious, right? This is, so we talk about a lot of times... Single guys versus lifestyle guys. Yep. These are well, you say single guys. Probably most of them weren't. But this we'll say is
0: single a, presenting yeah, men. Yes. This <laughs> is a
1: this is an environment where for these guys they there is no social interaction. In nope. fact, I, they don't want it. Nope. They want to watch you fuck. And they want to jerk off watching you. This is live porn for them. Yep, they weren't and making.
0: They weren't even making eye no, contact, let alone trying to have a conversation
1: with no, you. No, there's one percent. In fact, we knew one of the guys there. Yep, one percent of the guys in the in the entire building at that. You know, while we were there, were probably capable and willing to join a couple should they be invited. Right. The rest of them were they were lurking. They were just on the periphery, yep. waiting, just hanging around, waiting for couples to engage yep that's all they were doing and there is a couples only area and it's interesting because you're able as a single dude to stand on the outside of that area and look through this very fine mesh wall yep so you can watch you can't touch which is really interesting and then there's a number of other little places where it's a you know kind of all wide open or semi-private right but most of these guys are there for the show and they're there to jerk off and boom, they're out. They there don't even no, expect
0: to get no, sex. That's no, not what this was. This no. was not a group of guys that were just like biting, you know, eager to fuck someone. I think most of them expected there was absolutely no contact that was going to be happening. They were just happy watching.
1: Well, that's and what they want. They they, they were actually a, a, adverse to the idea of conversation. Yes. They saw us sitting and having a conversation. They went around the corner, saw all of us and just immediately turned around and walked away like, oh, they're not naked. Fuck that. Right. You know, I'm not talking to anybody here. What's the value? You and yeah, you I'm not, people, not yeah. Trying to have a conversation here, yeah. And then they, you know, they bail. That's and, and exactly listen, what happened, and
0: that's okay. Like I, again, I kept trying to think to myself, like, okay, if someone really hot walked through the door, would I be able to play with them here? What would that even look like? No. I am not built for that shit. I am no. simply am not. I am not turned on by the idea of people watching me. I am not at all an exhibitionist. I actually get very uncomfortable in that scenario. Yeah. I think you know we were talking recently about we had somebody on one of our TikTok lives that was like, we just like to be watched by other people. Does it make sense for us to go to a live? Lifestyle club. And at that point, you said yes. I said, nah, probably not. Like, we've had this argument. We talked about it on the last episode of like, what is a lifestyle club for? To me, it is for socializing, for the possibility of sexual connections with somebody besides your partner. That is what a lifestyle club is. Right. If you are an exhibitionist couple, you want to just fuck each other and that turns you on, and the idea of of strangers watching you gets you off, this is the perfect fucking place for that.
1: Yes, but it it, it is also the definition that it's not the definition of a lifestyle club this is a sex club right and the biggest difference in my opinion obviously is that social component right that's completely removed in this space yep that no one there seemingly was interested in the idea of talking to anyone else right all they were there for was to either engage with their partner and have people watch or the single dudes were there to watch yes that's it that's all there was
0: and again, like it's, it's a constant reminder for me being in the lifestyle. Well, again, this wasn't a lifestyle club, no. but you can do this a million fucking different ways and everybody's going to be turned on by something different and everybody is going to be fueled with their own partner by different things. And I celebrate that wholeheartedly. But it was just this like punch in the face to me of how far removed I am from that world. Yeah. I literally can't imagine just... Going into a space and fucking strangers, or going into a space and being watched by twenty or thirty strangers.
1: Well, again, bearing in mind, of course, that while this is actually a very clean, very well-appointed place, it is also in a terrible neighborhood. Yeah, our studio where we are right now is directly across the street from it. Yeah, you don't even have a key to this studio because you're never here by yourself. No, you would never come here alone. I won't. I won't even let you come here alone. <laughs>
0: no, it's so there's dangerous.
1: no way that like you and like your friends you're like on a girls night where you would maybe go to one of the lifestyle clubs that we are comfortable with in town you would never go to this place because there's no reason for you to be in the neighborhood it's just not safe exactly and then you go inside and you know it's 30 single seeming dudes who are just waiting to watch you so they could jerk off that's what this is and that's fine if that's your jam don't get me wrong i told you this morning it's the it's the best business model Ever.
0: Oh, they're making money hand over fist. We Absolutely. figured
1: out, I calculated based on how many people were in there <laughs> that I could see before we left at like just before midnight. I mean, they had $8,000 in cover charge probably before it was even the, the the clock struck 12. Yeah. You know, with very little effort whatsoever. Right. Plenty of dudes working. They were super nice, very friendly. Uh, the place, as I said, was very clean. But there was no... You know, you didn't have to, th- no fucking themes, no fucking decorations, no DJ, none of that bullshit. Was there even music playing? I didn't hear it. I do so. The only noise I heard was the trickling of the fucking koi pond. So <laughs> this, I mean, this place was full on, it, it was, it's built to have sex in and to watch people have sex. And yeah. that is it. And, and there's clearly fine.
0: an audience for that.
1: A thousand percent. We just saw them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the place is open till 6 a.m. Yeah. Imagine what's going on there at three in the morning. We left at midnight, you know? I mean, at three o'clock in the morning, that place is fucking full on, Well,
0: I told you what we need to do is like wake up one morning super early, go at like 4 a.m. when it's only a couple hours left till close and see what the fuck is going on. I'm
1: dying to see that. Could you imagine the (laughs) zombies rolling around at four o'clock in the morning in that place? No. Crazy. But listen, it was a fucking good time. Like I said, we went to the... The diveiest of gay bars in town. Not my first choice for a gay bar. There's way better, in my opinion. But it was just a the- like it was a theme all night long, right? Yeah. We went to the diveiest of dive bars, <laughs> of gay bars. Went to the fucking straight up sex club. It was <laughs> it was fucking fun. It was a fun Saturday night. We were now, I am paying it. for it right now. My head is. Two feet wide. It is fucking miserable. I'm still drinking electrolytes, which I will probably be doing all day. Yeah,
0: but listen, I think we need to do more of that kind of stuff. Not with the ex... Listen, I, the idea of me playing last night was so foreign, but you it wasn't and I couldn't funny. E-
1: Listen, we wouldn't even play together there. No. We talked about it. Even in the couples-only area, in a semi-private room... I would still not be comfortable there at all.
0: Yeah, but my point is, I feel like that experience last night was more memorable than some of the times when I have gone to a, a oh, good sure. lifestyle club and fuck someone that I'm really into.
1: Well, and for me, it was really funny because I'm there with two attractive women. All, even the guys at the door were like, "What is this? Like that? <laughs> what's going on?" So. I'm sure they probably thought, well, the three of us are getting it on. We are going to be the show tonight. I, yeah. I mean, because you, 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 guys were just following us around. Yeah. They kept coming around the corner and looking and just waiting for us to do something. Then we finally got up and started walking, and there was a parade of guys behind us. Yep. Like, come on, man. You, who do you think this is? Like, you're just, <laughs> they're like standing there. It's like somebody's going to blow a whistle and then they have to drop their pants and start jerking off like it's a contest. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. But listen, if that's your thing, this is the place for you. We are not going to talk about the name. We're not giving that out. You can reach out. We'll tell you privately, but we're not going to promote it here. That's not what we're going to do. But it was a good fucking time.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a market for indiscriminate random fucking. There's a market yeah, for
1: it's, – But it's not lifestyle.
0: Exhibitionist voyeurism. That's awesome. Yeah. I celebrate it 100%, but it's just such a reminder for me of like – Again, how far removed I am from that and what turns me on. I mean, I am very I'm turned on by the complete polar opposite conversations, you know, cerebral connection, some level of legitimate chemistry. Those things are really fucking important to me. And last night was a reminder of how important they really are. So it was not a bad experience. I think it was eye opening. It was thought provoking.
1: It It was. Yeah. I mean, it's like it. But for me, it really did solidify. There are levels to everything and there is a space for everyone that wants to kind of you know, express themselves in some sexual way, provided, of course, it is all consenting, which this it, this was. Well, but, and
0: we've even stopped when people reach out and they're like, "Which club? Which lifestyle club do you recommend for us in Vegas?" We've stopped giving like blanket answers. Right. What are you because, looking for? Yeah, what are you into? What yeah. are you hoping to get out of the night? Because that answer is going to determine our answer. It is. We can't just say, "Oh, you know, the nicest club is this one, so go there."
1: Well, well see, that's the thing, right? Because the nicest club. For people who are straight-up voyeurs or straight-up exhibitionists, the nicest club isn't going to work for you. It, it, it will. You could get it. I mean, you could get it done.
0: I mean, it'll be fine. It'll
1: work. Yeah. But this is the place. Right. If your sole intention is very literally to either watch or be watched, this is the fucking place. Yep. This is what it's built for. Exactly. It's, you are a, – it's a fishbowl. <laughs> you are in a place where not only is it acceptable, it, it is like – almost prerequisite because that's what's happening right you know what i mean there was no, and there are no private rooms no that's not what this place is all for. of the rooms are either wide open giant beds or they're semi-private which they're behind
0: right. curtains or like beads, beads or yeah, yeah but you
1: can there's a clear line of sight through all of them so there is no privacy so this is a place where you're going to watch and be watched and i imagine a lot of that is for security purposes as well but That's what this is for. So, couples coming in town from now on that reach out to us, what are you looking for? You want to be watched? You're a voyeur? I got you. This is it. Now, be very prepared because the neighborhood is dog shit. You know, you're going (laughs) to, you got to know that. You're going to
0: pull up and go, what What? the fuck?
1: Where the fuck did Brian and Brenna send me? I'm just telling you straight up, (laughs) I get it. It's bad news. But you, you know, if that's what you're looking for, this is the place. And again, not a lifestyle club sex club, straight up sex club. And I fucking celebrate it. I I am envious that they were able to pull this off.
0: Well, I told you that when we were driving home last night, I said, there is a part of me that wishes this was my thing.
1: Me I told you the same thing. I I wish I could enjoy it.
0: If I could wrap my head around this concept and it somehow turned me on, I think that would be fucking amazing. First of all, because it's easy. Yes. It takes almost no effort whatsoever.
1: Well, like our friend that was with us last night, she loves it. Yeah. She digs the idea of being watched. She
0: loves that being watched, yes. She, all
1: day long, no fucking problem. 20 guys, 30 guys, doesn't give a shit. She likes the idea of her and her partner being watched. For me, it's always like that security thing. Like I'm, I'm constantly vigilant about who is around us anyway, and I would not be able to concentrate, even if just you and I, thinking about all these fucking eyes on me and what <laughs> are they doing behind me. You know what I mean? What are they plotting? Like yeah. that's what I'm thinking of. So, but uh, again, great fucking clean, nice, smelled good, well put together, big. Lots I was shocked, of space.
0: and I also think it's a reminder that you and I need to be a little bit more uh, willing to give places a chance. You know what I mean? Like this is the this only is one not, we had
1: not been to yet.
0: Yes, the only anything related to sex. Yeah, the clubs. only sex
1: ish club we have not stepped foot in yes and we were in it last night so we've been to all of them now yeah we we've can given them all the you. chance
0: we can yeah. tell you ex- and honestly i would rather go to the place we went to last night than some of the lifestyle clubs that are super popular in this area
1: for sure Yeah. because they're
0: sure. dog shit and they feel super dangerous yeah. i didn't feel like i was in danger last not night Not even once but i've not been to clubs once. where i mean you and i went with a group one time where i literally was followed into a bathroom by a guy yeah yeah. Like it, that, I didn't feel that last night. No, So I, it's no. proof that like, even if something's not for us, it doesn't mean that it's complete and total horseshit. You know no, what I mean? for sure.
1: There's, a, listen, there is a place for this establishment. Yeah. Very obviously <laughs> it's doing very well. <laughs> and it's, it was, I was super impressed with, Everything about it, you yeah. know. I, I mean, like I said, from a business perspective, it's a fucking genius model. <laughs> but also, it was super clean and, and well equipped, and all the furniture looked new. It, they have renovated it recently, yeah. And it was, I mean, it, listen, the the furniture in this place is as nice and clean and new as any place in town. Yeah. And we, because we know them all, we we frequent the better places, lifestyle places in town. This place was every bit as nice and clean, yep. which is bizarre to me when you consider what's what going through there yeah, yeah exactly it's, it's fucking wild man so if that's your thing this is a spot we got you
0: so you told me this morning at breakfast we went and had breakfast before we came to because yeah, i needed
1: a pancake after eating <laughs> drinking my weight in fucking bourbon last night <laughs>
0: Well, you told me that there some, something happened with a guy last night, but you wanted to no, save it. No, not
1: a guy. So oh. here's what I did. Listen, <laughs> I was on a mission last night. Apparently, okay? and I'm this is so for everyone listening and for you. This is now going to be the th- new theme for me. I'm going to try and step way outside of the, my comfort zone and do some random shit. That I thought you're you were going to say even, weird shit. <laughs> and, this and weird shit. This was weird. <laughs> what we did last night was totally <laughs> weird for us. For most people, or some people, would be like, oh, that's just another two. (laughs) That was way outside of my level of comfort. So when we decided to go out and say, fuck work, we're not doing it, not fucking with it today, I was like, okay, I'm going all in. Now, I did not originally think about going to the the Divey Gay Bar and the sex club. That was not on my radar. But I thought to myself, I better have plan B. So the Divey Gay Bar and the sex club, that was my plan B. However, I was working diligently all night long on getting you laid. That was my goal. Okay. Okay. So we talk again, what I said to you this morning, I said, I'm not going to tell you now. We're going to talk about when we get on the show. How easy it is for guys to talk themselves and work themselves out of getting laid. Yeah. It is mind numbing to me (laughs) how fucking bad these guys are at this, right? So I put out an ad on one of our local sites. I make it very fucking clear. We are a hot wife couple. I mean, I went down the whole list. I'm not going to bore you with it, but you know what I put in there. Yeah,
0: I don't. You're very it. specific. Yeah. I
1: don't play. This is just you and her. This is what I'm looking for. And I outlined it, man. And I made. I said. It, I made it very clear. Do not waste your fucking time reaching out if you're not the. You don't have all of these criteria. And it wasn't complicated. It never is. But it's very succinct. Right. Right away, the fucking messages start rolling in. <laughs> the pictures start rolling in. And and I said. Do not reply to me without a picture. I want to see a picture. I don't need a picture of your cock. Right. I need a picture of your face. Right. I need, I know you have a cock. <laughs> I assume that that's a thing. I made it very clear the type of cock we're looking for, you are looking for in this fucking post. I don't need to see it. Every picture, <laughs> without fail, dick pic.
0: Oh, of course. Every of one. Course.
1: Of all of them. And I'm not shitting you. I got within... <sighs> I don't know, an hour, 25 messages from Damn. different dudes. Two of them had their faces in them, but also their cock. <laughs> Only two, okay? Now, one of them is a good-looking dude. And I thought, all right, you can't read, but you're attractive. <laughs> and you are fairly articulate with what he wrote me back. So I start laying out for him what's going on. Hey, we're out tonight. We're It's going to be a late night. I even said earlier on in the night, I said, probably around 11 o'clock our place told them to you know roughly the part of town you know okay cool no problem i did that with two guys you got to stack the deck you got to have two i will reach out to you when we are on our way home i'll give you about a 30 minute kind of window to get your shit together i said the same thing to both of them copied and pasted it same fucking thing five minutes goes by are you guys almost ready that's one guy another one can i see more pictures of her hey dude I said, we're out to dinner. Can't fuck with this, this entire time. 11 o'clock rolls around. We'll hit you up. You'll be, you know, it's a done deal. And I even said to these guys, we are very, very experienced. This is not some bullshit. Right. This is a you show up, get laid kind of thing. Not complicated. (laughs) Right. Not complicated.
0: So you were going to have him just come to our house? Yes. What if I wasn't into him?
1: Well, I would have showed you the picture prior.
0: Yeah, but back to what we just talked about with the place that we went. Like, that doesn't mean a lot to me at this point. I know, but
1: my whole thing was randomness of it, spontaneity of it. If it didn't work out, it didn't work out. I'm there. I wasn't going anywhere. (laughs) I totally would have made you you tell him
0: to leave, too. Like, I would have been like, hey, Brian, um, I'm going to pop into the bathroom, and I would have texted you and been like, you get rid of him.
1: Yeah, I I wasn't going anywhere. This is on you, bro. (laughs) I made it very clear I was going to be in the house, but in a different room. Yeah. No drama. Anyway. Every fucking time, these guys never fucking cease to amaze me. They manage to work themselves out But By the time you and I were on our way home, I was over these fucking guys. Like, I was done.
0: Yeah. I'm like, well, i like, I mean, can't fuck with you there's anymore. There's the single guy tip of the week. It, if someone's making it that easy on you to get yeah. laid and your goal is to get laid, why the fuck do you have to stick your foot in your mouth over and over and over again? Yeah. I will never understand that with these single guys. Never in a million years. It's like they're constantly complaining that they don't have opportunities or they're constantly it's always the ones that say that they're constantly talking about how, Oh yeah, I've been trying to do this for freaking six months now or three, you know, I've gone to four lifestyle events and every single yep. time it's the same fucking thing. Well, you know what the common denominator is? You, yeah. you are the problem.
1: So do you remember, I don't even know if you noticed or not, because we were super busy Thursday um, at our Thursday night event here, the, the Vegas event. Did you happen to notice the guy that was sitting on the couch all night by himself? All night by himself, far couch, up against the wall to the, where the door is to go yeah, up the patio. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That guy sat on on that couch all night long and never spoke to anyone. Yeah. I greeted him when he came in the door, passed him at one point, going to the restroom, said hello. He sat there the entirety of the evening. I was up front with our security guy when everybody was leaving or when some of the people were leaving. He was on his way out. I shook his hand. I said, hey, do you have a good time? And he's like, oh, yeah, I really didn't meet anybody, but, you know, maybe next time. And he just scurried out the door. And I thought to myself, you didn't even fucking get up. You didn't you even try. You just sat there. So what are you doing, man? Yeah. Are, what do you, you expect you expect some
0: woman's going to come over, grab you by the hand and be like, hey, I'm going to go. Let's go so I can sit on your fucking face or well, something. Like, no, that's not how this fucking works. Well, and
1: let's be clear. Thursday night was a fuck fest. Oh, yeah. There was a bukkake session going on in one of the rooms. And by the way. She is so fucking hot. So hot. It's <laughs> so hot. For a split second, I thought about joining this thing. <laughs> That's how fucking hot she was. Okay. I mean, it's this girl, she walks in a lifestyle club and it's like, oh, oh, she's Everyone in the wrong turn. Yeah. She doesn't know where she is. Yeah. Like she's beautiful. As, as beautiful as the women are that we have encountered in the lifestyle and in all the parties and shit, this girl is, first of all, she's like, 26? Yeah, she's young. She's a show person here in town. Like, holy shit, is she hot. And you sit on the couch like a fucking dummy and then wonder, oh, yeah, I I didn't really have... I I didn't hook up with anybody. didn't meet anybody. (laughs) You got to be fucking kidding me, man. When I walked into the main portion of the club at like five minutes after 10, after the front doors closed, playroom's open, it was you, one of our friends, a a, a male... Partnered male and the bartender, yep, in that room. The rest of the club, wide open, with it was full on fucking the entirety of the club, yep. Okay, now it's a hot wife party. Obviously. I mean, not
0: everyone was fucking, but, but were people were either
1: fucking or watching, watching, fucking, waiting, something. Yeah, they were all in the midst of play, yeah. And then, of course, like I said, the smoking hot 26 year old down the hall putting on a bukkake session. <laughs> for like an hour i mean it was crazy so the idea that this guy is just sitting on the couch it was him you our friend and the bartender sitting just in that room i'm like dude come on you don't really want to do this no because you're not trying that hard no if you actually not trying at all no i don't even know why he was there no you know get up and fucking mingle do something introduce nice looking guy well dressed he was well spoken i spoke to him a couple of times just Just didn't have it in them. And, you know, I mean, again, if you want a tip for the single dudes, yeah, listen, don't be fucking creepy, don't be pushy, but certainly don't be the wallflower. That's not going to get it done. Yeah. You know, I mean, show some fucking initiative. Show that you are at all interested in being there. You know, I want
0: to get to worst of the week because I am dying, dying to hear yours. No, you already have mine because it's on your phone. So you have to pull up both of ours. All right. So
1: I'll read them both. Okay.
0: You're going to read mine too? No, I have to read mine. You want to read yours? Yeah.
1: All right. Well, do you wanna go first? I yeah, think like sure. you should, because you've lost two weeks in a row.
0: <laughs> I know, I'm not I'm not winning any points here. I'm really disappointed. Let's
1: see. Okay, there's yours. That's all what, right. You here is my
0: worst first opening digital message of the week. Mm, baby. Uh, is this you, like
1: all M's? hmm okay.
0: mm, baby. Okay. When you come to LA, you should come by my place, get on all fours, and let me lick that tight little asshole all night long.
1: That's impressive. Yeah that's, yeah. that's That's number one, you say.
0: That's, that's the, the first, first message.
1: message. This one was so good, I took a screenshot of it because, as I often do, I deleted all of these apps again because <laughs> I just <laughs> fucking can't. Okay. So now I got to reinstall. You got to work on your
0: resilience, man. I just.
1: I, you, well, I'm, you're going to understand why here in a second. <laughs> all right. You ready? Now I don't remember. I don't think it's on here. No. Okay. So, on these apps, obviously, you don't necessarily have to put a name. Okay. Right, You could use emojis or whatever. Right. There's no picture. Shocking no one. The name on this thing is the 100 thing, right? A peach, four, the number four, and four eggplants. Okay. Okay, cool. You ready? Yep. All right. What's up? I'm a chub. I got a nice fat peach emoji craving your big, hard eggplant. I suck the best. Eggplant emoji Two. I, there's a picture of a car to you. In other words, I host it's fucking standard. I'm very DL masculine, but a total bottom, no bareback, no money involved, no drama, just fun. I got pics. I just like being a sissy bitch.
0: I mean, that's pretty bad, but I got to be honest with you. I think this week we're uh, neck and neck on that. You think that's a a complete and total stranger? Reaching out to me, telling me I should come to his house, get on all fours so that he can lick my tight little asshole all night long, probably rivals what you just I tried. don't know.
1: We're probably going to need some people to... to- decide this okay. but i'll go with you that's a tie for now
0: here's what we're gonna do we're gonna put up a poll on our twitter on our x okay so if you are not on our x go there as you're listening to this we're on there as fp swingers
1: yeah you have to search this because we're fucking shadow banned for. I- i'm gonna years. put
0: up a poll right after we put up the episode go vote because i want to know this week i feel like we're neck and neck i do agree the use of emojis and also like calling yourself a chub and all of that kind of shit as sissy little bitch like that's weird yeah but I'm not sure it's as weird as a man reaching out to a complete stranger woman. Telling her that he's gonna lick her tight little ass. I don't well know. All night this long. is a
1: complete stranger for sure. Nope. Does this guy have a picture? Did he, was there a picture of this guy?
0: Uh, not like a face picture. He had dick pics all over it. No him, picture
1: but... of this guy at all. Typical. It's standard. Yeah. Not even a name. Just emojis.
0: I mean, it's no soft wormhole. That's all I'm saying.
1: There, you, nothing is. You
0: throw out a soft wormhole or a guy asking you to shit and piss in your pants. Yeah. You're automatically gonna win. But yeah. I feel like I'm rivaling you this week. I don't
1: know. I mean, listen. It's. I'll. I will concede that it's. The same sport. (laughs) I don't know necessarily that you're beating me.
0: Well, we'll find out. Go vote, you guys. And also, we had somebody that suggested that we do that if it's ever close. And I was like, that's a great fucking idea.
1: Well, there you have it. I mean, that's uh, look, I literally got that thing among all the others. (laughs) I was like, I'm done. I screenshotted it because I knew I was going to use it. And I wiped all the apps out.
0: Go to Twitter X FP swingers vote. I want to know because okay. I think I might take the crown for the first time in three uh, weeks.
1: Maybe some people will feel sorry for you. I don't want you to lose oh, three weeks in a fuck row.
0: Fuck off! If I win, <laughs> it's because I got the creepiest message. All right.
1: Okay, whatever. Don't no
0: pity votes, anyone. No, 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 pity no, votes. no pity
1: votes. Well, they're, you're gonna get them anyway because people think you're cute. So whatever. <laughs> Anyhow, that's uh, pretty fucking disturbing. It made me delete them all. So now I had to reinstall them. I got to do the whole fucking profile thing again. I mean, it's just a fucking hassle.
0: Can't you just pause them?
1: Uh, You know, I don't know. I just, like I said, I delete the app. Probably if I put my shit back in it, it might just pop back up. I don't know. Interesting. I'm not fucking savvy enough with that shit. I just, it wears me out. (laughs) It fucking wears me out. You know, because we go to the, you know, we go to the divey Gay Bar last night. And I'm thinking to myself, I wonder how many of these particular guys are doing that kind of shit digitally. You know what I mean? Are they, yeah. you know, is it that kind of level of closeted whatever? I, mean, I think most you know, of the guys shame. that you're going to see on like
0: Grinder and those types of apps are closeted men. I think for the most I guess. part- And
1: this wasn't a Grinder one, by the way. or Or different.
0: at the very least like curious men. Like they're not necessarily outwardly gay men.
1: Yeah, no, probably not. Probably not. I just it's it saddens me is what it does. Yeah,
0: me too. It it's makes me so sad for humanity. Fucking sad. It also makes me laugh so hard when you have all of these women that are you know we do, do a TikTok live or something and they're like, oh, I can never do what you do, and it's like, well, I bet your husband probably could. Well, yeah. Because the number of closeted men that reach out and say like, oh, I'm looking for somebody else that's DL, Listen, you know, on the down low. I want you. I can't host, but I want to come to your place and suck your cock all night.
1: These apps for the for the non-straight apps are not full of openly gay men.
0: No, it's what I'm saying. Let me
1: be clear. It's 99% closeted dudes who are partnered who cannot, for whatever reason, or will not, for whatever reason, come out and just be out. So whatever. These guys are all in hiding. If I get 20 messages... There's, there's likely not one single face pic for a profile. If there's a picture at all, it's like a fucking landscape or something. Yeah. It's ridiculous. All of these dudes are in the closet. And none of them can ever host, by the way. So
0: I'm just saying, maybe don't uh, throw stones at glass houses, that whole concept. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I got to have a very slutty experience while you were in Denver. You went for work, and so I was home alone for an evening, and I decided to invite a friend over and ended up having a very
1: sexy time. I forgot all about that, actually. I forgot I was out of town. Yeah. I was trying to think to myself, where, when, I don't even remember. When was this? Where was I? I was in fucking Denver.
0: Yep. So I'm going to share the details of that very shortly, but first we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. Breaking up with a bad habit can be really difficult, which is why we are so excited about the product from our next partner, Fume. Fume is an award-winning and innovative device that helps you break up with a bad habit more easily. Instead of doing cold turkey, which can be really difficult, I know from breaking my bad habit of biting my nails, you want to have something in your hand. You want to have something that's going to distract you from that bad habit. So not only is Fume beautiful, it's made with wood and metal, feels great in your hand, but again, it has the ability to get your mind off of whatever you're trying to break, especially if you have a a hand-to-mouth bad habit that you're trying to break. I've never done that myself, but I have a lot of people in my life that have tried to break up with that bad habit. And it's so freaking difficult, which is why fume is great because it has all natural flavored air packets that go inside of the device that you can suck on and get that taste throughout the day. Again, just giving you something to do and get the mind off of the thing that you're trying not to do that, you know, is not good for you.
1: Exactly. And we've turned on friends and family to this, to fume, and it's been amazing for them. And it is a very cool product, all wood, all steel, well-made. It's very cool.
0: Yeah, and I really love the mint flavor. I talk about that a lot because it really is my favorite. It makes my breath even feel you know, more fresh, and it's just delightful. Everything tastes good. It's all natural. It's good for you. You don't have to feel guilty about using it. So if you are trying to break up with a bad habit right now, you are definitely going to want to check out Fume for yourself. And they have a brand new version of the Fume called the Solano. It's made with premium walnut barrel and an onyx-coated mouthpiece, so it has a slightly softer finish to it, also looks a little bit more high-end. and feels so good in your hand. So if you want to check out all of Fume's product for yourself, January is the time to do it because right now, listeners of our show can get buy one, get one free on the cores. Those are the little flavored air packets that go inside of the device. So you can stock up for your New Year's resolution. Plus, as a listener of our show, you can get an additional 10% off when you use our code. Head to tryfume.com FPS and use code FPS at checkout for an additional 10% off plus BOGO cores until January 31st to help make starting the good habit that much easier and more affordable. This episode of FPS is sponsored by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex. Well, that's what we do. That's all we do. (laughs) But guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Do you remember those days? Vaguely. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> the days when you were just a hot and bothered teenager and you could make it make a go of it at any time. Yeah. For a lot of people, especially as they age or if you're in the lifestyle, you're trying to get into the lifestyle, maybe this is new for you, you're going into new experiences with new people, it can create a lot of anxiety and maybe you're not always ready
1: to go. It's that lifestyles insurance, no question about
0: it. So we have the perfect solution for you. If you want to increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed, all you have to do is go to bluechew.com. Bluechew is a unique Online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets. That's a really big deal. I freaking hate swallowing pills. And it's also a fraction of the cost of some of those products. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. And the process to do this is so simple. All you have to do is go to bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers online. Again, no doctor's appointments required.
1: Have no invasive information and just none of the weirdness you have to go through in front of a doctor.
0: And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days, right to your door. The best part, again, it's all online. You're not interacting with people doing this. You're not have to, like you said, answering awkward, invasive questions to a complete stranger. It couldn't be easier. Blue Choice tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped directly to your door in discreet packaging. So, yeah, I mean, I just think this is the perfect product for lifestylers, obviously. Yeah,
1: this needs to be in your swinger bag, guys.
0: So Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex right now. Discover options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code FPS at checkout. All you have to do is pay $5 shipping. That's freaking insane. It's crazy. That's bluechew.com promo code FPS to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this episode of our podcast. Denver folks, or those wanting to travel to Denver for an amazing lifestyle event. I have to pat myself on the back for this one, but it has nothing to do with us. It's the people that come to the Real Hot Wives of Denver.
1: The Real Hot Wives of Denver is coming March 16th, Saturday, March 16th. I love Denver. Just got back. We have a brand new venue that we will be hosting in, and I cannot be more excited. It's Fucking amazing.
0: Yes, it is a beautiful estate. I I don't even know how we scored this place. It's just amazing. And I'm really excited to show not only the people that have come to our events in the past, but maybe people that have never come to one of our Hot Wife events before, but they are curious. Yeah. If you are interested in respectful, vetted single men who have etiquette and know how to behave in these environments that are there to provide pleasure for you as the couple, this is the event for you. And if you're a respectful single guy, of course, we want you there too. You're a huge part of this formula for us
1: doesn't work without you.
0: So if you want to join us for the Real Hot Wives of Denver on Saturday, March 16th, head on over to members.frontportswingers.com right now. Get signed up. You have to apply first. And then, you know, make sure you get your tickets while, you, while they last because our Denver events typically sell
1: out. Yeah, this will be sold out and we are going to limit the number of tickets. Uh, I cannot fucking wait. I'm so excited for Denver. I love Denver.
0: So this was a fun experience for me. It's always interesting, like when you're gone, gone, right? Because when you when I play and you're in town, usually what happens is you leave, I play, you come home, we reconnect, and right. then we kind of go about our business, right? And I, I love that. I mean, it's a great formula. It works for us. It's sexy. Obviously, that reconnection is always really fun for us. But I feel like when there's not the option to reconnect right away, it's a whole different ballgame.
1: Yeah, it's... well. First of all, I was in Denver when you had this experience. So my mind was occupied. Yeah. Which is great because if I'm home or you know, I'm in town and you're playing, I have to truly find shit to keep myself entertained, you know? This was easier for me. And I actually landed. In Denver, and you were playing because you were not responsive, and you told me before I got on the plane, if I don't respond, here's what's going on. Right. So of course I'm thinking about this while I'm in the air because I, I couldn't take uh, a gummy or a drink or anything, as had to be fucking functioning and professional when I landed. And, and you so, didn't have
0: your responsible adult with you to she, no, help you no, get off the no, plane. <laughs>
1: Noah was taking me by the hand, walking me around the airport. <laughs> so, you know, I had to be hundred percent, you know, focused. So that of course is what I'm thinking about on the plane and then I land. Um, I've got a little bit of time. We I hook up with our friend and you know he picks me up from the airport of course, I'm thinking about this the entire time, still haven't heard from you. I let you know I landed, but didn't hear from you. And it wasn't for maybe like another hour that uh, you finally got back to me. Right. Uh, So you had, I mean, it was a good, obviously a good lengthy session because you didn't have any, there was no rush.
0: Well, we were probably together for just over two hours. And that's another part of this is I feel like we've talked about this a lot, especially when you are gone from our home and I know you're out doing stuff, but you want to come home, right? Right. I always feel like I kind of have to rush things to some degree because it's like if I- normal. Yeah, if I have you out for three hours or something, I'm like, God, I'm a fucking bitch that I kept him out all this time. You know what I mean? Well,
1: yeah. Now, of course, we don't care, either of us. No. But it is always in the back of your mind.
0: It's just this little, yeah, this little voice in the back of my head going, okay, we should probably wrap this up. Brian probably wants to come home. Brian might be hungry. Brian might be tired, you know, whatever. So, I mean, I think it's good that we're conscientious like that, but I do also think that it sometimes limits it's the amount of fun that I can have with people.
1: No question. I, same thing happens to me when I leave and go to some. like if I'm at Jade's house, it's the same thing. I'm like, oh, I've been gone for a couple of hours. I need to get going.
0: Yeah. And you because know? I didn't have that in the back of my mind, I knew you weren't coming home. You weren't trying to, you know, I wasn't, trying to wrap this up for your benefit, I should say. Right. I was able to experience this person, we're talking about Wes, on a different level. I think Wes and I, up to this point, I mean, we've we've definitely been building. There's been kind of this, you know, upward momentum between the two of us when it comes to our play, but I'm, I still haven't seen like the ceiling of where we go from here. Sure. You know what I mean? Like it's, the sex is great. We love playing with each other. He's super cool. But sometimes there feels like, there's a little bit of a disconnect there. Like I don't even know him all that well because he's very busy. I'm very busy. We're both partnered. It's not like we're sitting and texting each other all day long. So this was a very unique experience to tap into his brain and his psyche and be able to explore a little bit more in depth with him than I ever have before. Yeah,
1: no, it's a unique situation with, especially as I said, when you start, you have these regular play partners. This is like an evolutionary thing. Yeah. Right. It just develops.
0: So he comes in the door and we sit in talk for a couple of minutes. And, you know, it was also interesting because we were going through a lot of like personal stuff while this was all going on. There was just there was some chatter in our personal lives and yeah. it just bullshit that, you know, it wasn't fun and it was kind of, I wanted to kind of escape that, but i had also told him ahead of time, like, listen, I've been kind of down lately. I don't want that to sour anything or for you to think that it's you. So I'm just giving you that heads up before you come over. Right. And he was like, oh, no worries. Like, thank you for giving me the heads up. And he comes over and asks how I'm doing. And I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm doing better. Thank you for asking. And we did just sit and kind of connect for a couple of minutes. And I think because of that, the play that happened after our short conversation felt incredibly intimate because it felt like you gave a shit. You know, I talk about this a lot. I don't think that there's anything wrong with using me for sex in the lifestyle. Like, I... To some degree I'm using you too. As yeah. a single guy or a solo playing guy, you come over, a huge part of it is A, I want to get off because I'm a slut, and B, I want to utilize that fuel for you and I. Right. So I'm never offended if somebody's like, oh, you know what I mean? If I feel like it's not an uber connected session or that that they're super concerned about me. But when they are, it's like, wow, that makes me feel fucking amazing.
1: Yeah, but also I mean, I would argue that even though that is the case. Um, much like with myself and and my regular play partners. Again, you take Jade, for example, almost two years now where we've been seeing each other and playing. While we definitely care about each other, we're all friends, right? And, you know, we're always checking in on each other. And it's a friendship more than anything. Before anything else, we're still using each other for sex. Yeah. That's what's happening.
0: Yeah, I guess. That's what's
1: going on. It doesn't make it bad. It doesn't mean that there's anything, you know— wrong with it right there's nothing nefarious going on but we are using each other for that physical kind of carnal need does not mean we don't care about each other and don't want to make sure that everybody's okay and, you know, she checks on you and you guys go out and you do the girls' night thing. Th- those Wait. things are, you know... And I would argue it's not even a
0: carnal need because if I want to fuck someone, I fuck you. Right. It's more so I'm craving the variety. I'm craving... Right. And again, the ability to come back to you and tell you the story and see the look on your face and you and I connect in that way. It feels very intimate for you and I when we share those things together. Yeah,
1: but there, but in that, there is that need, that, that, that carnal desire to make that happen you've got to have a vehicle by which to do it yeah and the people we play with are essentially those vehicles just like we are for them i'm gonna see my friend natasha wednesday super hot fucking scenario that she laid out that you and i talked about fucking amazing that's definitely stemming from she and her partner wanting to enjoy the end result of that right so there's some of that involved too which is totally fucking fine as long as it's all on board, everyone's consenting and there's a clear level of respect. Yeah. We're all using each other. For
0: yeah. Sex. But at the same time, when you, when, when it's about sex, but you can also still genuinely give a shit about me as that's a person, that's different. And so we have this conversation, we're talking about feelings and emotions and all this shit, and we're being very vulnerable with each other. And then what ensues after that is so connected. Like for example, we're sitting on the couch together and we just start kissing and it's, it's very soft with Wes specifically, he is a little bit more aggressive. I do consider him a dominant person in the bedroom so this was interesting for me. It was a lot of petting. He's, you know, rubbing on my leg while he's kissing me. He's rubbing on kind of onto my neck, into my hair. I had a robe and a piece of lingerie on. He's kind of like pulling the robe down not to like grab onto my titties but to like run his fingers over my chest and very lightly over like the very top of my tits and it was just very soft. And almost sweet, hmm, which was so interesting. Well,
1: it's probably fuel. I mean, it was probably because you guys had that conversation or, or a conversation, completely d- divorced of sex, just what was what's been going on, and you know, you're not feeling great, and all that shit. I'm sure some of that just bled over, right?
0: Well, I also just think he has a very, very high emotional IQ. Yeah. Like he's understanding that in that moment, it probably was not the most appropriate time given my mental state to like slap my tits and command me to get down on my knees and suck his cock. Right, right. That just wasn't, it, it wouldn't have been room. appropriate <laughs> given the conversation that we had just had. Because again, right. it was very intimate. It was very vulnerable. So I think that it was almost like, it was almost like aftercare without... Anything happening beforehand. Right. That's kind of what it felt like. So he's, you know, rubbing on me and I'm kissing on him. I start kissing on his neck a little bit. He always smells so fucking good. This man is just, oh God. His hygiene is fucking impeccable. He always, it's not like a cologne. I think he uses like a really nice body wash. So he just has this kind of like musky, manly scent going on. And I'm just like burying my nose into his like his neck at one point it was just very intimate and that went on for a while there was another moment that we kind of like rolled onto our sides we're laying next to each other making out and I'm kind of like draping my leg over him but it's not like draping it over him and like dry humping or anything like that it's just this very intimate sweet thing going on and then he sits up and I mount him but again not aggressively like I just very lightly place one of my legs on the side of his body and I start grinding up against him and he had on gray i guess they were sweatpants sure. which is super sexy i know the gray sweatpan thing I, I have many a friend that are that's like their top thing that a guy can wear and so i agree it's me. hot
1: I don't even own sweatpants i find them annoying
0: yeah <laughs> I kind of like it. I mean, not like, you know, cheapo jogger just ugly like things, him. but I don't know. There's something sexy about a man in gray sweatpants. So, anyway, I'm like grinding up against him and I can feel his cock starting to get hard and we're still just kissing on each other. And usually also, we're talking very dirty to each other by this point. We become very comfortable being ridiculously verbal, right. but this was much more so like, oh, that feels good or man, I, I love kissing you or, you know, it was just a completely different interaction than we've had
1: lately. Well, probably needed and par for the course, given what had just taken place, right? I mean, the conversation.
0: I think so. Yeah. So anyway, eventually I'm like, I kind of pull myself off of him. And I was like, I would really like to suck your cock. And he's like, let's do that. So he takes off his pants and I get down on my knees in front of the couch and I start sucking his cock. And because of the way he was sitting, he was leaned back pretty hard onto the pillows. So I could kind of just like barely see his face kind of popping up at me while I'm sucking it. But the look in his eyes is just so appreciative. That's really what it is. Like he genuinely appreciates when I suck his cock.
1: As well, we should.
0: And, you know, he's kind of reaching down and playing with my hair a little bit. Uh, I had a, a rubber band around my wrist because I my hair was down when we started this whole session and it's kind of getting in my mouth. So he pulls it back for me and I stopped very briefly and I like put my hair up. And again, just this very kind of caring thing that was going on. And so I start sucking on his cock and deep throating it, which I know he loves. But even that, it was not like I was forcing my face down on his cock as hard as I could. Yeah, not
1: aggressively.
0: It was sensual. I'm moving up and down slowly. I'm running my fingers up and down his thighs. I'm running them up onto his body. I love his body. It's such a sexy bod. It's just fucking hot. So I'm kind of just touching him all over and he's reaching down and like he was rubbing on my ear at one point while I'm sucking his cock. Again, not at all the aggressive person that I'm used to. And I just, I loved that. It, It showed me a very different side of him. It made me feel connected to him. It also motivated me. Like I really wanted to provide him with a fucking fucking amazing blow job because in my mind, it's like he's being really kind and, and soft with me in this moment. He's providing me with what I need right, right now. So I love that I'm able to do that back to him.
1: Yeah. It's a, you know, again, there's a, there's a different dimensions or uh, levels of play that I think. Happens when you have some history and familiarity with somebody.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You start to see all the different sides of them and appreciate each different side for what it is. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie and say I don't love when he throws me down on the bed and calls me a dirty slut and slaps my tits. I fucking love that. But to not have that and to have this incredibly sensual session with him was just—it was fucking yeah, amazing. There's a time and place. So, and this went on for quite a while. You know, he starts telling me like how good my mouth feels, and you know, I'm one of the the best blowjob. Jobs he's ever provided my mouth just he thinks about it all the time and and it was so it it was Dirty talk, but not raunchy dirty talk, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, once in a while I'm pulling my mouth off to tell him how much I appreciate his cock. There was one moment I'm stroking his cock with both hands. Cause it's a nice, big, thick cock. So my hands fit around it pretty nicely. Yeah. And I'm just running up and down and just admiring his cock, literally looking at it. And he's like, I love how you look at my cock. It's like you think of it's a, a work of art or something. Yeah. I'm like, it is a fucking work of art as far as I'm well, considered. He doesn't, Yeah,
1: the People don't realize that's exactly what you're doing. <laughs>
0: I'm a cock worshiper. If you You have a nice cock, I could literally just look at a nice hard cock all fucking day.
1: Yeah, that's just who you are.
0: (laughs) So anyway, this blowjob went on for a while. I'm talking at least 20 minutes. And usually I'd be like, "Okay, my turn. But there was something just so connected about that and so rhythmic and, you know, me switching up the pace. And there was one point I was like licking the tip of it while I was very lightly kind of kneading on his balls with my fingers. And he starts moaning like crazy and, you know, just telling me how amazing I am. And then he finally he's like, I really think we need to fuck. And I was like, perfect. I didn't even want him to eat me out. I was like, let's just fucking do it. I, yeah. I need it at this point. So he puts on a condom. I climb on top of him and start riding him on the couch. And it was kind of interesting. Did you even
1: make it to the bedroom?
0: Never made it to the bedroom. This entire thing happened on the couch. And so the, all the pillows are kind of like pushed up behind him. He's almost kind of propped up, which I love that position. It's fun to ride someone when they're completely flat on their back. Yeah. But it's a different angle for me when somebody's kind of sitting up, not a 90 degree angle, but somewhere in between flat on your back and 90 degrees. Yeah, for sure. It, it just kind of pushes the cock. I don't know. Maybe it's the G spot that's being I mean, hit I more. I have no too. fucking when you, idea. When
1: you ride me, it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. I I'm never really flat on my back. Not well, it,
0: so not only is it a different angle for me, it feels very good on my pussy, but also the ability to look in the eyes and, you know, reach down and kiss or touch each other. You know, there was one moment where I I slide myself onto his cock and he reaches around and grabs me by the back of my neck. But again, it's not aggressive. It's just like he's holding me there and we're staring directly into each other's eyes while we're doing this. Right. And then we start making out and I start very slowly kind of pumping myself up and down on his cock and he's getting even harder inside of me. I didn't even know that was fucking possible. But one of the things I love about playing with Wes is I can always tell when he's really, really fucking excited because he has this vein at the base of his cock that starts throbbing hard enough that I can feel it inside of me.
1: That's That's pretty hard.
0: Oh, God. I love it. Drives me crazy. I can tell. (laughs) Oh, my God. So I'm pumping myself up and down on this cock. We're making out with each other. Again, we're kind of talking dirty. Like he's saying things like, you know, that tight pussy was just made for this cock. And I'm like, yes, it was. But it's not raunchy. I'm not calling him daddy. I'm not like, yeah, fuck that pussy or anything like that.
1: (laughs) Like normal.
0: It's super sweet, sensual. And so that goes on for quite a while. He's still holding me in place. There was one moment he stopped kind of grabbing me around the neck and grabbed onto my ass. But again, he's not spanking or grabbing it. It's more so just like helping me go up and down on his cock. Holding you in
1: place, basically.
0: Yeah. And I'm doing all sorts of different things with my hips. I'm moving them in a figure eight and then I'm going up and down and then I'm booty bouncing. And it was not long. I mean, I had a crazy orgasm. I came really hard, almost pushed myself right off of his cock. And after that, I was kind of dazed. Like It was a really, really strong orgasm. And so I keep going. I'm kind of bouncing up and down on him. I'm sweating on him just a little bit. And he's sweating on me just a little bit. And it's just this very, I don't know, very sensual thing going on. And then he says to me, I think I'm going to come. Do you want me to come? And I was like, yes, I want you to come. And I I get it that some guys are, they want to provide long sessions for you. They, you know, I think it's kind of a point of pride for a lot of men if they can last. And honestly, I, I think a good dude anyway looks at it like I want to give you as many orgasms as I possibly can, right. especially as orgasmic as I am. I can come, you know, six, seven, eight times in a session if I, if it's all working for me. And I think guys kind of love that. Yeah, but
1: there is a, the law of diminishing returns because like, you know, going down on you, you you're good for maybe – Two orgasms and then you're just too sensitive orally and then there's just no reason to do any to go any further. You're uncomfortable.
0: Well, yeah, but also I would say yes, longer sessions can be fun, but I also like the variety of it. I like I like how with Wes it has become very genuine. You know what I mean? It's not nobody's putting on an act here. He very easily could have like stopped me and we could have gone longer, but I didn't want that. I felt connected to him in that moment and I wanted him to feel pleasure. I wanted him to reach his climax and so I was like yes please come and he comes and it is fucking insane he lets out this guttural like just deep down in his chest and throat moan and starts orgasming and his legs start shaking and he's like holding me in place while he's doing this his eyes are closed that are like squinted together, and I can just tell he is just feeling so fucking good in that moment, and I loved that.
1: Yeah, there's something to be said for that. I mean, you get to the point where it just, it overwhelms you, you know? You don't even realize what else is going on around you, or...
0: It doesn't matter what else is going on around you. The only thing that matters is that moment, that climax that you're experiencing, and I fucking love that. And it lasted a long time. I think back to more rough sessions, or those times that I do know that he's kind of held himself back from coming, and and it's not like this. This right. was crazy. Because again, I just feel like we just let go with each other. He completely let go with me. He allowed himself to experience the pleasure that he, his body wanted him to. So he came for seriously like two minutes. And he's just like very still holding me in place. Then as he's kind of finishing, he starts pumping into me again from the bottom just to kind of like finish it off. I'm assuming to get all the cum yeah. out of him. And I found that very sexy. So he's like, just hold on a second. He's like, I'm done but I need you to just sit here for a second. I
1: mean, so there's a level of sensitivity. Like you just, it's like, "Ah, just stay right there. Don't move yet. You know, Hang on.
0: Well, that was also very sexy because I feel like the average man just pulls out and wants to be done as quickly as possible. He was holding me there. And I think part of it was the the sensitivity. I also think it was this moment for us to, again, connect. Like this man is still inside of me. And we start just kind of rubbing on each other. I'm rubbing on his chest. I'm kind of rubbing onto his neck. I think I kissed his cheek at once point. I mean, that's not typically what I do with him, but it just felt right in that
1: moment. Yeah, for what the that Yeah, like what the mo- the moment called for. I mean, that's just what it is.
0: So eventually he's like, okay, you can get up. And I very slowly pull myself off of him. He's still pretty hard at this point, which I was very impressed by. And he takes the condom off and like shows it to me. And the entire thing is filled with cum. Yeah. I mean, literally, it's just like full, full of cum. I'm like, holy fuck.
1: Yeah, it, listen, it's impossible, I think, to, to necessarily determine how that works, but when it does, there's a, I mean, there's obviously a, uh, it's purposeful. There's a, there's a reason for it. You Ugh,
0: know. I fucking, I don't know what the reason is behind all that, but it's fucking hot. So anyway, he goes to the bathroom, cleans himself up, you know, comes back and we laid on the couch. He was completely naked. I was just in my piece of lingerie and we laid there and talked for probably another hour. I mean, it was just, it was so friendly. It was so, I don't even really know how to describe it. I guess it just felt Connected is not even the right word, but I guess that's the only word I have to describe this. It, it felt as if we genuinely cared about each other. No, and that mattered. Way. And again, I'm not talking romantically. This is not a romantic connection. That's not what's going on here. But it was just genuinely obvious that we both wanted to be spending that time together. We wanted to be having this conversation. He gave a shit about what I was saying and vice versa. And I think it just, it strengthened our friendship in a very different and exciting way. Yeah. And I think what's most interesting about this particular play session is, yes, this This was really fucking hot. But I also think that because of how he and I have played, because it's been so rough and, you know, he's been the dominant force and, you know, I'm calling him daddy as he's spanking my ass over and over again. I think this was kind of like a buildup, like a stepping stone to what it's going to be like next time when we're together. I truly believe it's going to be fucking explosive.
1: Yeah. Because obviously that while that was probably maybe what he was thinking was he was going to get into when you guys saw each other, it didn't happen that way. And now it's just, it's going to be build up. It's just like sitting
0: there, like permeating. Yeah. yeah,
1: It's just simmering.
0: Yes. That's exactly what it is. It's a slow simmer right now. So the next time we're together, which isn't going to be for a while because we're traveling, he's working a ton. We're not even going to get together now until February. So it's like all of this time where, yes, this was a great session. We had so much fucking fun together. I felt connected to him. I felt appreciated by him, all fabulous things. But I truly believe it was like, you know, this build, like up a mountain type thing. And this was just one of the cliffs on the mountain to get to the top, to get to the peak.
1: Yeah, now the next time, because of how, you know, I don't want to say sensitive, but more sensual this was, Now all that's just going to be – it's going to be like a powder keg.
0: Yeah. God, I fucking love it. I I truly appreciate Wes on so many levels. First of all, he's one of the smartest men I know. Um, He makes me think about things in a very different way, which I appreciate so much. And to have a fabulous cock on top of that, I'm a lucky lady. So I really appreciate him and what he's able to provide. And I hope that I provide him with everything that he wants in those moments too. I'm
1: quite sure you do.
0: (laughs) Why do you say like that? (laughs) I,
1: I just know. I know stuff.
0: Are you saying I'm good in bed or I'm a slut? Yes. Okay, good. So, (laughs) anyway, we're going to be sharing some additional details, some behind the scenes, like we do usually typically with our patreon listeners on this week's bonus episode of fps so if you guys are interested in that we would love for you to head on over to patreon.com slash french porch swingers we also have a new sex on your terms that is going to be going up very shortly for our patreon members and i think that one's interesting it is uh we're getting into what i would call dicey territory with a lot of those episodes it's a little bit more i don't know controversial than we typically are
1: well yeah it's for the you know for it's our friends let's face it our, our Patreon community a lot of them are friends and it's interesting to get their perspectives on some of those things
0: well I also think it's it's a safe space for us to be 100% honest thousand, you know what yeah, I mean like percent, yeah. we, we really get to dive into these controversial topics and feel safe expressing ourselves yeah. so again that's specifically and exclusively for our Patreon members patreon.com slash front porch swingers for all of that fun want to remind you guys you have until ja- January 27th mm-hmm. to vote for us for an AVN award holy shit I can't believe those so words crazy. are coming out of my mouth
1: we'll be there we'll be at AVN it's coming up
0: we have been nominated for best adult podcast i'm going to drop a link in our show notes for you so you can easily click on that and vote if you like the show we would super appreciate the support you can vote once a day up until january 27th so we would love you for that if you're willing to do that and uh obviously if you'd like to join us for an upcoming event you can head on over to members.frontporchswingers.com we have pod bash coming up we're going to be in houston in april we're going to be in denver in march we're going to be all over the fucking place
1: la this week so
0: yeah if you well will the episode no i guess the episode won't have come out by then will it
1: yeah of course it will
0: oh well then you already missed la but we have more coming up so (laughs) so make sure to head on over to members.frontportswingers.com for all of that and i think that's what we have for you guys
1: that's it well we got a lot going on so thanks everybody
0: thanks you for listening